Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash rolltogetherrpg slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Hello everyone and welcome to Talking is a Free Action. This is our Friday evening, afternoon, morning, midnight show, depending on where you are in the multiverse, where we talk to people. We gather people from across mostly the material plane because they are the most delicious people to talk to and we pick their brains for all sorts of knowledge. Today, we have your delights and delectation, the wonderful Zin Moira. Look at her. Isn't she going to be exciting? Hello, Zin Moira. Say hello to the crowds. Get me the fuck out of here. Oh, great. This is going to be a wonderful show, I can imagine. And before we start, just calm yourself slightly, Zin Moira. It's all going to be fine, I promise you. Uh, we do have some sponsors and supporters that I need to thank thank. So, oh yes, pop your teeth away, dear. They won't help you here. <laughs> uh, so, uh, thank you to all of our wonderful sponsors and supporters. Hero Forge, Ultra Pro, Phoenix Dice, Alchemy RPG, and Idol Champions, Neverwinter, Elderwood Academy, and D&D Beyond. And Zen Moira, did you also know we have Patreons? They're called the D20 Club. Yes, they are, and they're fantastic. Do you want to give them a little wave? There we are. Yes, that's nice. I'm sure they're all waving back with just as much joy and glee. <laughs> now, I believe that Zin Moira here is also connected to some kind of higher being from the real world known as Talia. So hopefully we'll be able to get some little tidbits about Talia through as well. If you can't join us in the Temple of Truth Live, don't worry. You can always listen on your favorite podcasting app by searching for Roll Together RPG or looking on the social media places for the same thing, Roll Together RPG. And, you know, you can find us all over the place. Zin Moira. The Temple of Truth has summoned you. Oh, I haven't introduced you to who I am. Goodness me, how terribly rude of me. I do apologize. No wonder you're so grumpy. <laughs> I am the illusionist and I represent the question masters. And we are a guild of uh, unexplicably powerful beings who are just in a constant quest for more knowledge. And we just... We're just fascinated by your little material plane and trying to figure out what makes you tick. So that's why I've appropriated you, borrowed you, if it were, and uh, I thought we'd have a little chat. How does that sound? How long is it going to take? Uh, that, you know, that's an excellent question, actually. Uh, it's something I've not covered and I really should. So my powers, as unlimited as they may be, are... Uh, limited to the tune of one hour so at the end of this hour you'll be popped directly back where I pulled you from and you'll be none the wiser you'll not remember that any of this happened to be honest it'd be like some sort of fuzzy dream that's a good point where where did I pull you from what were you in the middle of doing have just got back to Neverwinter Spent the first night seeing my family for the first time in a very, very long time. Oh, gosh. Oh, that does sound like there would have been lots of juicy little moments there. Some tension. There's, I've got nie nieces and nephews I haven't met before. They're very cute. Oh. You sound it's, like it was a delight time. to meet them. Sorry, what did you say? I just time moves onwards, but yeah, it was. Is that something that frustrates you? <laughs> being born, yeah, being elves, you're kind of used to the concept of longevity. 
when my yeah, my little brother's kind of getting through things quite young. He's married. <laughs> and I'm kind of hard to come to terms with the fact that my longevity might not be the same as other people's. Oh yes. Interesting, because you've had a little change recently, haven't you? So elves uh remind me, silly me, we live forever, so it's very a time is a strange concept. Elves, uh thousand years or so lifespan at most. Hmm. Yes. And what's the deal for you now? We haven't quite worked out if I can actually die yet. That's exciting. I mean, probably most things do, and I'm not technically fully undead. Have you but... tried? What have you tried? Stabbing? Poison? Fire? Well, I can be killed. Being killed and dying of life, one's lifespan are not the same thing. No, that is true. I'm not going to kill myself just to test things. No, that's fair. That's entirely fair. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? You know what? I I appreciate you so wholeheartedly diving in straight away and just telling us so much about yourself. These deep inner thoughts in Moira. When when I first got you over here, I thought you uh, were going to be a bit of a closed book, but here you are chatting away. This is exactly what we want. I do want to have a little trial and test with you, though. So, oh, there's the grumpy face back again. Oops, dear me. <laughs> um, we're going to go through the Temple of Truth now. You can see it here. The illusionist wafts to the side, and this large ziggurat-style temple appears before you. It's all It looks like it's solid silver and ornately decorated lots of swirls and carves and uh, carvings and uh, glyphs and letters that you cannot recognize popping through in the decoration uh, we're going to go through and behind each door is a different challenge or trial okay and i just want to see how you deal with them i have a feeling i'm going to be quite interested in your particular approaches to, to certain things. Uh, but, however, if at any point you decide that you couldn't possibly bear to do it, uh, then you could always cry, talking is a free action. All right, that's the name of the show after all. And I will pop you out of the room, no harm, no foul. And maybe we might have a chance to talk to Talia instead. All right, here we are by the doors. Do you have anything you'd like to say before we begin? The faster I put up with it, the faster you send me home. No, it will last an hour regardless. Shit. Do you want to just try, just try the door? Go on, just give it a little push. D? Did you roll me a D100, please? Um... 42. Ah, the meaning of life. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you open the door. And beyond is a forest. It's sort of late afternoon, warm sunshine. You notice as you walk in, the door closes behind you and then there is no door behind you. And you... It feels blissful, there's birds tweeting. There's little rustles in the bushes nearby. What's Zimmoyer's experience of forests? Mostly on the job, either traveling between places to help out or going to where there might have been scenes of disruption, helping bury the dead making sure they don't get back up again. So do you think they find it a, a sort of a, just a practical place to get stuff done or do you think they find any joy? The forest can be, can be beautiful. This one, they don't trust. That's understandable. <laughs> um, there is, through the trees, uh, you can see uh, 
there is just about the form of a cabin and i mean your slightly heightened dampier senses will pick up the smell of uh burning wood smoke fire just wood or anything else no it, it smells like a like a log fire rather than the the cabin is on fire Just want to do a quick check mm. and see if there are any, I don't know, any corpses, any, any undead around. I, I, I specialize in a particular thing. Uh huh. I do not do. trust this situation. Great. What, what are you going to do? Is this a class ability you're using? Uh, yes. So, uh, is, uh, yeah, eyes to the grave. Mm-hmm. And what does that do? It just lets me know if there are any undead within 60 feet of me, just in the general area. Yeah, great. Um, how does this manifest for Zimwar? Is it like a like a spidey sense tingle, or does she sort of reach out with her mind's eye and do like a mental scan of the area? It's, you know when you're outside and you know, you know you just you know if you have you know when you're out you know you have feelings of being watched kind of that kind of idea it's kind of just that sense of these are things i know and i know that they're there like i know that you know just by the way things are moving the way things are moving if there is something in this there's all of those senses just stretching out mm. pick that up great uh, yeah, I think that you you do this. You sort of reach out, and you you get no sign of any undead or or dead. Is, is it specifically undead or dead bodies? Uh, specifically undead. If they're dead already, that's not as much of a problem. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no undead at all. Go back to the inspector themselves, and she is going to make her way to the cabin lovely what's your passive perception it is 14. as you're making your way through the trees to the cabin you you get maybe within 30 feet of it and suddenly there's uh you hear a click just as it's too late and kang a bear trap flips up and grabs hold of your leg you've accidentally stood in it that fucking sucks what do you do it does hurt as well I imagine. yes I, <laughs> I am i am currently ignoring that she doesn't. What what uh, what type of armor is Zimoira wearing? Is it full plate or is it half chain? Uh, so scale mail. Scale mail. Yeah. So that would uh, you're protected from getting deep cutting wounds, but you still got that blunt force trauma of the leg being sort of crushed, possibly feel slightly broken. Not being actively attacked, apart from this. Sensible choice first, and if that doesn't happen, and doesn't work, then I just try to beat the shit out of this thing. Sensible choice first. Just try and see if I can, I don't know, find a way to kind of open the mechanism by open... Are you trying to do this in a technical, uh, look at the mechanism sort of way, figure it out, or are you just going to brute strength try and rip it open? You do the mechanism first, because if, if you do brute first, then you destroy the mechanisms. If you do the mechanisms first, you can brute strength. Fair enough. Well, do you want to make me an investigation check, please? That is... 
13. 13. A very strong 13. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 quite hard to make out. It's almost like someone has designed a bear trap who's been introduced to the concept of a bear trap, but they don't actually know how the intricacies of it works in terms of building it and making it function. So it seems to definitely have you tight and the pain feels real. But when you're looking at the the jiggery pokery mechanisms of it you're it's almost a bit swimmy like you can't quite see how that connects to that like it's bl- blurring in and out do you know what's really stupid i have a fine trap spelled <laughs> Darn it. it's one of the spells you never think to never think to ping no what do you think? Uh, will will Zimmoira stand there just cursing and being grumpy? Or are they going to try and brute strength it? Or do you have any spells that you'd like to try? I'm going to try two for things. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and see if I can use strength and maybe strength hand trips to see if I can kind of bust it open a little and then maybe mending to see if I can convince it to open a bit more. <laughs> to open up. Well, yeah. like, why don't you just roll me a roll me a strength check to start with. Let's see how we get on. Ah, uh, uh, 11. Oh my gosh, the dice are not on your side no. today. <laughs> I think what happens is uh, this trap seems to be bizarrely uh, completely like welded to your leg now you just can't seem to get any purchase on it whatsoever Um, and you can stand there and rant and rave and try and uh, trying to pull it apart or or try a different cantrip but it just doesn't seem to doesn't seem to be giving and then you notice just behind you off to the side the um, the illusionist is back again and she's there with a little notepad and a pen writing down uh, every swear word that Zimoira says in the process of this uh, <laughs> frustration um, and then she'll eventually lean over to you and say need a hand well the next step's going to be cutting my own leg off so yes please oh and then quite intrigued to see you try that no okay 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 well of course of course no that's fine that's fine that wouldn't be enjoyable for anyone i'm sure <laughs> well um uh you could always say name of the show what? talking is a free action yes there it is uh and uh you feel suddenly lifted out is in Moira's body, and hey, it's Talia! Hey, Talia! <laughs> I am being defeated by a bear trap. A classic. A classic. You know what? Tom is going to be delighted because everyone that uh, that his question master, the Poppet, has had has just completely either been like, there's a bear trap there, or just ripped it open. But the dice were not on your side. I believe that Zimwira could have. The dice were not on your side. So that's very poor luck. And let's let's talk to you though for a little bit. Talia, you are brand new to the stream. Welcome. Hi! Yeah. We get a double dose of you this week because we have the, the first episode of At Death's Door, Sean's new four-parter campaign, which Zimwira is from. And if you've not watched it, I don't think we've had any spoilers so far, but it's a bit more of an insight into Moira's character there so go go watch it um, and then we've also on Tuesday night we've had Lola's one shot The Dreaming Vortex so uh, we had da- Daria 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 Extoni yeah. I love her she is a delight she has no flaws whatsoever <laughs> I love her she is n- she is Moira is a flawed person mm. Daria is her only problem is that she is extremely exuberant and I love her to pieces Sometimes you just need that, though, right? Especially in a, in a longer campaign, it's great to have like really complex characters. So you've got uh, un uh, motives that people can't pick out immediately. But in a one shot, that's a great place to just play all sorts of wacky stuff. And someone who's just so nice and so perfect, 
yeah, it's it's great fun. I mean, I have been lucky enough to play with you in both of those games. So uh, yeah, I really have, I'm enjoying both characters. <laughs> um, what uh, what's been uh, the biggest thing for you? I mean, I I have I have proper questions that I need to roll a dice for. But um, have you have you streamed before Roll Together? Is this a new experience? No, I have never I've never streamed anything before. This is my first time. I made the mistake of watching the first episode of Death's Door before I had to go play another D&D game. No! Oh, why is that a mistake? Um, one, one is, apparently I started off with an accent that I was not able to continue with. And that was just highly embarrassing. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> but, but it was great, right? Did you not enjoy it? I think that the short amount I saw before I had to go play a different game with other different friends, I play a lot of D&D. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's been the, the biggest thing for you, uh, the biggest difference in terms of playing a home game to then coming and playing a streamed game? Gosh. Um, I think with the, with the home game, there is no other audience but yourselves. So if you want to have a, a 45 minute argument about potatoes, that's perfectly fine. And that happens and other people have to watch it happen while they wait for the plot to carry on. Whereas I think with the stream game, or like everyone is on their if they're not on their S tier game, they're at least on their A. Everyone's in, yeah, everyone's amazing. So that's kind of just really kind of getting on it. You're both for an audience, but you are for yourselves at the same time. And it's like kind of kind of giving yourself, like forcing yourself and giving yourself synergy. And that, that was really fun. There's one of the things I really loved uh, about Lola's game on Tuesday was the fact that they'd purposefully built in time for our bullshit. <laughs> Right. There was definitely an encounter um, and there was stuff to do and stuff to explore. But there was also time for us to just prat around and be these these great characters, um, which I, I think was really lovely, um, which you don't always have to like a like Sean's four parter. Again, we've, we've had some wonderful character moments so far and there's some really great moments to come as well. I'm excited for everyone to watch the rest of it. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's always that pressure of. I think I said in the first episode, David and I could riff and improv a conversation between Tessalon and Eltrion talking about bloody cabbages for God knows how long. But there gets a point where you're like, we need to move on for everyone's sanity, for the audience's sanity, for every, all the players. I would have carried on watching it. It was <laughs> oh, Right. Do you want to roll me another D100? And I'll get to one of our official questions. Uh, sure. Uh, that is a straight three. A straight up three. Straight up three, which I could have used at different times. <laughs> that is possibly not a spoiler. Uh, do you think uh, Zin, Moira and Daria would get on if they were in the same party? <sighs> no, but it wouldn't stop them from working together fine anyway. Moira feel actually gets very protective mm -hmm. over things which are you know she's got nieces and nephews and family gets very protective over you know cute things needy things people who who needs support. I think she'd be frustrated. You know, they'd be frustrated by Daria, but that's because Daria's gone off somewhere. <laughs> I mean, we've already walked past three taverns and you've had to stop in and play in every single one. And yeah, and I think that Daria would not understand you know, Moira at all. It, it would be, yeah, I think it's a no, but some good, but just to not out of dislike, but just out of lack of understanding. Yeah. If they spent more time together, they might go on. I mean, ultimately, they're both being played by me, and I kind of like myself, so. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. Should. People people should like themselves. 
Great. So, you feel, as you answer this question, you feel your brain being drawn back into that, that place in the woods and Zin Moira's rage. And the illusionist stood there with a little notebook and she just closes it. And Zin Moira, you find yourself still in the woods, cabins nearby, but there is no longer a bear trap around your leg. It's just off to the side and it looks broken. But also the when you try and look closely at it, it's the same kind of thing of, you know it's broken. Your brain is telling you, you that it's broken, but when your eyes look at it closely, it's sort of muddy and ephemeral. It's hard to quite see exactly how. There That's we go, fine. that wasn't so painful, was it? It hurt like a motherfucking bitch. Well, it doesn't hurt now, does it? Just wiggle some toes. It feels fine. It feels like nothing happened. What's over there? I don't know. What is over there? I do. In that split second, I want to go and grab that bear trap and try and stop it somewhere. <laughs> How are you? Are you right? This is either going to be the ballsiest performance check <laughs> or a sleight of hand check. I will allow either. I will sleight of hand that <laughs> and hope the dice like me. They do! That is a 21. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the illusionist, like, holding the notebook, does kind of turn around and go, what? What is over there? Uh, well, there's there's several trees. Uh, there's some, some birds. Yes, I'm quite proud of that one. And we'll sort of witter for a little bit, so you have time to go and sneak the, the bear trap. And Moira is now up one bludgeoning weapon. <laughs> oh, God. Not even using it as a trap. You just smack people around the head with it. Yeah. Whatever works. I suppose. They are a cleric. And if you hold the chain of a bear trap, then it kind of is a flail. A very unwieldy one. You could put it on a stick, make a flail. Look, they think it's better off in their hands than left behind. Yeah, fair, fair enough. What are they going to do now? Are they going to uh, head to the cabin or look around? Look around slightly more sensibly this time. <laughs> or any other hidden items. Uh, you, I, I'm not going to ask you to roll for it. You, you, you don't find anything. It's literally, it's a, it's a nice forest. There's some bushes. If you hear rustling, you can go and look, and a little rabbit will run out and run away. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything else nefarious in this area, oh, apart from one thing. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Back to the cabin. How old does the cabin look? Does it look like it's newly built? Like it's kind of been there for a while, a bit ramshackle? It's um, perfectly dilapidated in that sort of cosy, cottagey kind of way. Uh, it, it feels like it's sort of still very solid, but it's got uh, just a perfect array of moss coating it and uh, like a sort of a climbing rose bush up the side next to the door. Oh. Any windows? Uh, no. No. Could there be windows? I mean, if you're looking for a way out, you could just go in the cabin. Why? What's in there? In the next room. You seem confused. I'm going to sit down and just start picking flowers out of spite. <laughs> oh, you, you don't want to go through another? I am enjoying the place that you have given me. This is beautiful and delightful. You know, I feel like you're doing that, um, that, that, sarcasm thing that some humanoids do where you say one thing but actually you mean the other Is absolutely the not never in my life 
No. Are you no. sure? Mm. Oh. Okay then. Well, well, maybe we'll have a little sit down. Maybe I'll sit down with you. Maybe you can tell me more about these nieces and nephews that you've not seen in a very long time or ever. And uh, why you went away? What does what does that mean? The, the fingers to the eyes and we've been talking about a lot about me. Tell me about yourself. How did you come to be here? <laughs> oh, sweetheart, that's not how this works. This is my temple. Things happened. I got sick. I got better. I was different. I had to leave. The end. Just leave. <laughs> You just leave. Are you yeah. going to the cabin? You're walking elsewhere. I'm going to go around the cabin and then in the cabin. Right. As you walk around the cabin, there's nothing else um, unusual about this area. It's Again, it's this sort of idyllic little forest. Um, as you open the door, can you please roll me another D100? Uh, 71. 71. lovely okay so um you uh, you open the door and inside is a, a long poorly lit tunnel um solid stone floors and walls and ceiling i say floors as if there's more than one it's just one floor like a long corridor tunnel undead check again this is just gonna be a <laughs> yeah fair uh no no undead ping Cool. And then, I guess, just look around and see if there are more hidden traps. Lovely. Uh, make me make me a trap check. You can do your spell if you like. Oof. How long a cleric's list is? Yes, use a spell slot. That will be... Any trap within line of sight, and I can see a long, long time. What is her uh, her dark vision range? So it's 60 feet, which is long for me as a human being. <laughs> and it's definitely long for most people. Yep, fair. You definitely can't see or sense any traps in the next 60 feet as you go along, and there's no undead or anything nefarious. It's a long, very boring-looking corridor. Keep that going. Just keep walking along. Lovely. Once again, as you step through the threshold of the door, it sort of disappears behind you. Um, fortunately, you have dark vision, so you can see um, as if it was dim light. Um, as you carry on down this corridor, you something has struck you. That this is not like a this is not a tunnel. This is not like a carved underground cave tunnel where it's sort of natural rock faces. It's very smooth, flat ceiling, very smooth, flat floor, smooth, flat walls, um, and it's all about sort of ten foot by ten foot by ten foot. Um, it's almost sort of perfectly constructed. Um, occasionally, you'll get a little glimpse as you're walking along of like the same sort of shimmery runes that were on the outside of this silver temple just sort of glint in the in the there's no light but the sort of as you pass them you sort of notice there's a relief on the wall um and then if that attracts you would would Zimwera investigate them at all i mean i was literally actually thinking i want to know what's going on with these walls <laughs> Fair enough. How do you investigate it? You're just going to look? Are you going to touch? No, no. Always touch with your eyes first before you touch with your hands. <laughs> My mother no. was a very good cook. I've learned very well. <laughs> very wise. Um, yeah, as you as you try and look at them again, it's like the bear trap in that um, then definitely not any language that you recognise. Um, and the more that you try to I mean, do you have any comprehend languages, spells, or anything like that? 
Not necessarily my specialty for that. I think even if I'm not necessarily great at the languages, I want to see if I can maybe check the vibe. Vibe check this writing, please. I want to vibe check the nature of these spells. And what is it that you're doing? Are you just rolling an insight or are you doing a spell? Uh, I mean, I might say Arcana would be something mm-hmm. that if my own natural use of magic and seeing how they were, you know. Go on, roll me an Arcana check. That is, ooh. 21. No. There are two numbers. It's 11 or 21, apparently. <laughs> Uh, great, yes. I think as you're sort of looking at these symbols, it, it's definitely not anything that you recognise and you can't work out what they say, per se, but you get the that recognition that, okay, this definitely isn't divine magic in the way that you know divine magic um, that comes from Kalembo. And there's something about the way that the the weave resonates along these walls that reminds you of the illusionist which sort of makes sense right because it's her temple Hmm. i don't know if that's what you were looking for if you had any other questions that you were specifically that i mean that's the vibe check if you had anything else you were specifically trying to figure out what's the artistry like you can tell a lot from a person about how they put their things together Mm. uh a lot of effort and care has been put in, like a beautifully painted calligraphy. Interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> as you're as you're gazing and looking at these uh, these runic shapes, you hear a sort of noise down the corridor. Drag it being dragged or sticky moving? Definitely more like sticky squelchy moving. I want to put some. I want to put the bear trap that I now have and just touch the wall with it. Does it do anything weird? Interact with it in a bad way? No, it doesn't. But as you pull it away from the wall, if you've placed it on firmly and pull it away, you do notice there's just like a little, a little sticky trail that comes off, and that noise gets a little bit closer and louder. I'll take another object and place it against the wall if that does like something mundane. Same thing happens. Cool. I'm getting on the wall. <laughs> sure thing. And I, I want to be. On the ceiling. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And not uh, on the ground where the sticky thing is. I mean, both the wall and the ceiling has this sort of residue to it. It's not going to slow you down. And it's not... You can still do your uh, your wall walking. It's not going to affect that. You're not going to slide off. But it's definitely like a... <laughs> everything you touch. And as, as you sort of scoot round to the ceiling, and your dark vision just coming into range... It looks like the end of the corridor is getting closer to you and getting closer to you and pulsatingly getting closer to you. It's like a skeleton just sort of floating at the same speed as the wall getting closer to you. Guiding bolt the skeleton. Sure. Uh, what, What does your guiding bolt look like? It is literally just, it's like, it's pure light, but it's the light after you've looked at something too bright for too long and you've just got that still in the back of your eyes. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like. Nice. Like the after image of something. 
yeah, it goes shooting down the corridor, and you, as it shoots down, you see all the the walls and the ceiling just sort of glint with this sticky residue. And just before it hits the skeleton, your guiding bolt almost slows as it impacts the uh, the viscous wall of this gelatinous cube that is coming towards you. Um, it does hit the skeleton through the ooze, and the skeleton sort of breaks up a little bit more and sort of really slowly kind of floats and separates different bits of the bones twisting in different ways and then it continues to <laughs> towards you. Fun, 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 fun. Is it take up the whole of this corridor? Yeah. It's a big yeah. perfect square. Yay. <laughs> God I love it. Got to Love it. I, I'm so glad that you love it and you're having a great time. Right, I'm going to cast light on it. <laughs> oh no. Or banishment. Nice. Get rid of the problem. Yeah, amazing. I, I'm not going to make you roll for it. This isn't a, a proper game. So great. How, what does it look like when you cast banishment? I think it's just in that same fizzy tension of just knowing where things are, it's just gone. Great. And as it disappears, where the end of this corridor, where you thought it was the end of the corridor kind of squelching towards you, as the gelatinous cube disappears, it is now the end of the corridor and there's another silver ornate door there, ready, waiting for you. Carry on walking on the ceiling for just the heck of it. <laughs> That's nice. Do you enjoy doing that? Is it fun? Why don't you try it? Okay. I mean, it, it doesn't really make a difference for me. It will just sort of walk, but rather, I don't know, do you spider climb on your hands and feet or do you just walk? Just walk. <laughs> no, you need hands and for that. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, yeah, she comes and joins you on the, on the ceiling, just standing. But obviously, because it's perfectly square, it's it looks normal and it's just like the door is upside down now it's weird you don't actually even feel like an an inverted sense of gravity like your hair has followed the gravity of where your feet are i mean this is much feel? this is much the same as we were before really yes good shall we move on then and on that day, these two people, forced together through circumstance and kidnapping, found a common bond. Now, now, Sidion, kidnapping is such a strong word. We like to use borrowing or appropriating. That's worse. Why? I don't know, it just feels worse. Oh, okay. You'll see it. She flips open a notepad and writes down, Appropriating feels worse. Do you go through the door? Kick it for a bit. <laughs> now, now, steady on. I am mechanically testing the integrity and any responses with my feet. Uh-huh. And what is it telling you? It's a door. Oh, good. Such insights. What a wise person you are. I know, aren't I? I'm so wise. Well? There you go. I know what's on the other side. Oh, what is it? I'm not going to tell you. That's part of the, the experience. You are a frustrating little wench. Little? I suppose I could be taller. How's this? She will just grow by about a foot and a half in front of you. Is that better? If we're talking about physical size. Are we not? I'll let you work that out. And I'm just going to drop down and open the door. Oh. Okay. Roll me a d100, please. Moira has decided to make every moment of her nightmare here this person's living hell. <laughs> it's going really well. <laughs> uh, that is 80. 80. A whole 80. A whole 80. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. 
uh, as you open the door, um, the, the sound of laughter and merriment washes over you, music, um, it, it's, but it's, again, it's almost a little bit like it's underwater. Like, have you seen, have you seen The Labyrinth? Yeah. The classic film. I, I know. I, I would expect everyone to, but sometimes people have fallen through the net. Okay. It's like the dream ball sequence as you go in. Um, there is not David Bowie looking moodily across the room at you. I'm sad to say. Sorry. It's fine. I'll do the moody looking. <laughs> um, and there's all sorts of people dancing. They're wearing the, the different masks. Um, you make your way through... I mean, is there any particular you would look for at this kind of party? How would Moira feel in this sort of social occasion? What is the quickest way out of here? Yeah, fair. Um, there is uh, like a corridor to the side that seems clearer. Um, that is marked above uh, bathrooms. Cool. Bathrooms, kitchen a window you sort of ease your way through the, the the swell of the crowds and and people just sort of laughing right in your face and like almost spilling their drinks on you um you make it through that from and then there's the corridor ahead of you there's a a sign for the bathrooms and you might see the kitchen ahead again it's got that weird sort of ephemeral vibe to it like it is beyond uh, a, like a crystal screen or underwater but to your right you can hear crying coming from the bathroom does it sound like drunk party girl crying or someone in actual trouble crying let me let's like check Ooh. You're not going to believe what number that is. Is it a 21? It's 21. No way. <laughs> I don't know if, the, the, if this dice is blessed or cursed. I don't know. It's the same one I was rolling tens with, so. Okay, okay. Um, They don't sound like they are in physical pain. Um, It's definitely not like messy drunk it feels like a genuine sadness just gonna stomp over there and kick a door open <laughs> oh wow <laughs> I'm here to solve your problems <laughs> there is a water nymph the other side of the door who is completely freaked out at your <laughs> the entrance that you've made busting in and um, tears streaming down her face. Obviously, it's quite hard to see because she's got very watery skin anyway. But you can see the sort of some semblance of makeup that she's put on. She's got the classic mascara runs going on. And she looks suddenly terrified. That you've but lost. are you crying now? No. Job one already done. Okay. Good. What? <laughs> what do you want from me? Nothing. You're crying. I am a reasonably responsive person no one else seems to fucking be oh, that's right no one else has come in to check on me thank you I suppose don't worry about it they suck punch them in the face oh uh, I'd, I'd not I'd not thought of that as an option I don't I don't think it will solve anything though will it make you feel better so then you don't have to punch people oh okay. it is a tool not the only tool okay sure sorry just the way that you described it and instructed me to sounded more like an order that i should i don't know you i'm not your mom uh, no very much not um uh, i'm sorry I'm, I'm really sorry i shouldn't <laughs> I just uh, had had an argument with my girlfriend. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. My name is Zenmoya, and I am apparently your fairy godmother because no one else is here. Name? Problem? 
Kestrel, and um, my problem is I had an argument with my girlfriend and we're supposed to be going on a holiday tomorrow. Okay, what's the argument about? Well, she was really mean. Like, some of her friends are, the, are here at the party and they're like, the cool people. And, and she said that I was embarrassing her. Then dump her, find someone else, you're better than that. Oh, but I... Go on holiday by yourself. I really like her, and she paid for half the holiday. You don't need to be friends with people who won't stand up for you when their friends are being shitty. Let alone girlfriends. Okay. You're... I'm not sure... You're, you're very aggressive. I am what you got. You know, you're actually scarier than she is. Don't need to be a problem. It's all okay. Have a tissue. Clean your face, because... Thank you. Running mascara looks fine on some people. It does not look good on you. That's not a problem. Oh. It's just a thing. Well, it's quite difficult. You know, I, I have... <sighs> very moist skin in general and I, I try and do the try and do the, the makeup thing and I, I like the idea of it but it never even when I'm not crying sometimes you know it's it's quite hard to keep the, the mascara where it should be then don't put it where it should be put it where you want it to be make it an art form like like designer run mascara yeah you, every human, every person is a work of art. Be whatever you want your art to be. You know, I am. I, I am. I, I create all sorts of, of beautiful works of art with, with my water. See? And the, the taps just sort of spray out a little, like, misty rainbow. Nice. Thank you. Kestrel said it was lame. Kestrel's lame. And also smells. I have not met Kestrel. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure how you know that, but um, it, she does sometimes. But then, so does everyone, right? They all have their own... Anyway. Thank you. Um, I still don't know what I'm going to do about the holiday. Don't go. Can you get your money back? Maybe? I don't know if travel insurance exists in this world. It does now. Okay. Alright. Thank you. You're gonna go out there. You're gonna walk with your head out high. And you can do two things. If you want. You ignore her and her friends. Because they have not been nice to you and they have not come to check on you and you carry on having a good time at the party. Or you can leave and enjoy yourself somewhere else. There are other options. These are mine. The third option is me going and beating people up for you oh, and then no, carrying you out in my arms because it makes you look like a princess and then everyone goes boom. I do like the idea of looking like a princess, but I don't need you to beat people up for me. Really? Are you Are sure? <laughs> I've had a very frustrating day and I want to beat someone up. <laughs> this might sound weird. Would you... This isn't in a revenge sort of way at all and no strings attached, but would you... Would you dance with me? In a friend way, not in a girlfriendly way. Let's go. She will grab your hand and pull you back into the room. Will you go with? I imagine you might be stronger than her. Yes, I'm not going to rip her arm out. <laughs> Other day. How is Moira at dancing? I mean, I'm actually quite dexterous. Okay. What do you think this looks like? It's ball-style ball dancing. Would Moira embrace it? 
I think they do, but it's very classic. I can do it, but I am making it look like I am not having fun. But also, the fact that I look like I'm not having fun means that this one person, because she's trying, she's trying to put on act for this person. If you started, you might as well carry on. It, it is definitely not glee and joy for being the center of attention and movement. It is someone who can move, who is doing it to be kind. <laughs> With gritted teeth. <laughs> gritted teeth. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting the image of like a um, Mr. Darcy dancing with Elizabeth kind of yes. for the first time. But yes, exactly. Yeah, but more of a platonic thing. So as you're dancing with this nymph, uh, eventually you'll notice off to the side there's a couple of other elementals, uh, other uh, nymphs that will start to look over and look a bit cross and I'm a bit jealous and um, the nymph you're dancing with um again she's not giving you like goo goo eyes or anything she just looks like she's having a really nice time and she's genuinely been buoyed by uh, your your rough sense of persuasion and then the music kind of gets a little bit dreamy and blurry and and heady and as you're spinning around suddenly it's the illusionist that's in your arms going oh that's delightful isn't it guess what though time's nearly up so boop Talking is a free action. I just keep spinning her. <laughs> keep spinning her. It's weird because as you keep spinning, you feel like you're holding on to her arm, but another hand comes out and, and carries on what she was saying. Uh, so, <laughs> a two-person spinning. And, and she boops you on the nose and says, you know what, one last. Talking is a free action. And you are pulled out. We are we are very close uh, to the end of time, but I wanted to get another question in because I wanted to chat to Talia a little bit more. So roll me a d100, super quick, speed ah, round. Ah, 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 94. 94, oh gosh, that's so high. Ah. Uh, da, 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 uh, okay, this has got to be uh, a super speed round. So like instant answers. If you could make yourself in D&D, what class would you be? Uh, uh, uh. Cleric Bard, which is interesting because that's what I've played so far. There you go. Why? I like I like being able to take care of people and also have fun and be entertaining. Amazing. I know. Great, great impromptu answers. So good. And uh, any subclasses that call to you? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Eloquence Bard, Glamour Bard, Law Bard, um, most Bards. Um, all of the bards. All of the bards. Life cleric. Wildfire druid is a delight, and you get a free friend. Um, there used to be a UA seeker warlock, which is really interesting. It's gone now, but I still I'm still playing with it, and, it, and it's super fun because it's all about the quest for knowledge, and I love mm. knowledge. Great. Yeah, but I mean that would resonate with the question masters as well. Amazing. Well done. Quick five questions. You suddenly feel yourself back into Zin Moira's body and the spinning um, has suddenly stopped and you're standing in front of one final silver door and the illusionist is, is behind you and you just hear, well, thank you for the dance. That was delightful. You've got some moves on you. You okay? Thanks. I, I, I try. Uh, any, any tips? Be more present. Oh. You don't give enough of yourself to anything. You hide behind a lot of just false fronts. I am called the illusionist, dear. You don't connect to anything, though. It's kind of boring. Oh. Well, thank you, everyone, once again, for joining us for Talking is a Free Action. You'll find us here Friday evenings, 6 till 7 p.m. GMT, 10 a.m. PT, and Mondays and Tuesdays we, we stream our D&D documentaries, uh, 6 p.m. GMT, 10 a.m. PT, the same times, and you can, you can follow the adventures of people just, just like Sin Moira here, and you can see more of what she's about. 
uh, all of this streams at twitch.tv forward slash worldtogetherrpg and the VODs are available immediately after the stream to catch up or you can find it on YouTube as well and, and don't forget you can enjoy it as a podcast if if that's what you what you like um, thank you once again to the D20 Club on Patreon they're all wonderful aren't they wonderful? Sin Moira tells them they're wonderful oh they were fine and you've got potential I'll do it again if you learn to go and be a bit more present if you would like to be as nice as our D20 club, you can do so from as little as one of your local currencies per month. Just have a look at all the links in chat. They'll lead you to those. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. Sid Moira. Oh, look at that. Look at the time. You have to leave now. <laughs> There's the final portal. Any parting? No, you've had enough parting words. I'm not going to give you any more. But uh, do remember the ancient question master... My, oh, I can't even say you've got me so flustered. Do remember the final ancient question master proverb. Always stay classy at the table. I think as I leave, I am going to do a little bit of thaumaturgy and just illusion a cute little flower in her hand. Just like one long rose. <laughs> and uh, yeah, do you, do you look back to see her reaction or do you just go? And you just leave. Goodbye, everyone.